Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, February 5th. It is Super Bowl week. Who is geeked? I'm fired up, so stoked. It was an awesome weekend. Just multiple fronts on the McIntyre family and basketball. Um, I didn't talk about it on Friday's pod. I went, you know, we had other stuff to cook, but... um. Had an incredible men's league basketball victory on Thursday, and then it just carried over into Sunday. My son had a career high for points, including a third-quarter buzzer beater. I know you guys care deeply about uh, youth basketball. We had a nice little win, and then my daughter came up big in the fourth quarter, and we remained undefeated with a narrow victory without our best player. And it was just, I love hoops, and we we got a lot of hoops to talk about later in the pod. Um, the Joel Embiid news is crummy for the Sixers, for the league. I mean, it just sucks. And I think there's a bigger story inside that that we'll get into. And if you watch LeBron play 40 minutes on Saturday night, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm pro load management. Sorry. So we'll get into that in a little bit. I I do think we need to start with the Super Bowl, which is happening this week. Uh, The teams will start to meet the media today. And... Obviously, there's big news um, with the Super Bowl that we'll get to in a sec. It's not great news, but you know, the, the Patrick Mahomes' dad—that—that's kind of a big story. And I, I don't want to lead with that because it's a little negative. I want to lead with positive. Something I have touched on here before. So back in December, when it looked like Washington was was cratering and they were getting the new ownership, I speculated on the herd. I think I did it on the pot. I'm not 100 percent that Washington would be in the market with new ownership to trade up and go get Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams grew up in the D.C. area, played high school football, um, nice private school in D.C. And I just think if you're Washington, if you remember back to RG3, it almost worked. They trade up, they get RG3, he absolutely slays as a rookie and then gets hurt in the playoff game. It's crushing. And he was kind of sort of never the same. I think Caleb Williams in D.C. is in play, not just because of the new ownership and all they'd have to do is trade up, you know, a a little bit. But the news over the weekend that Cliff Kingsbury, who it sounded like 
had a deal elsewhere, Vegas, then I guess backed out? It's really unclear. You know what it is. None of the reporters, I don't think, know the story or they were told not to talk about it. But nobody, everybody's like, oh, Cliff Kingsbury will be the next OC for the Raiders. And then it was like, hmm, we got to change. We got to change. Cliff Kingsbury will not be the next OC. And it looks like he's going to fit in with Dan Quinn in Washington. And that got all of this. We're trading up to get Caleb because, of course, Cliff Kingsbury, fired by Arizona, ends up in L.A. with USC. And he was with Caleb Williams all season. And, folks, I, I you don't need to be a rocket scientist to put it together. Like, hey, Washington said, we're going to go and grab Caleb Williams. Now, Chicago's got a tough decision to make. Do you pass up a generational talent? Like Caleb Williams, but what if the offer from Washington is one that is, hey, we'll mortgage the farm? I, I would be willing to part with literally anything. Like, honestly, I don't care about everything on Washington is, you know, sell everything that's not bolted down, you know, give it to them. And future picks, go for it. But I think if you're Washington and you want to make a splash, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury and Caleb Williams, I, that would be an absolute home run. Dan Quinn said, I'll handle the defense. You guys just handle the offense. My guess is. That's going to be a hugely popular talking point all week and leading up to the Combine later this month and, of course, the draft here in what will be less than two months away. I think that's a fun one, and I think Chicago has a decision to make because, you know, it's pretty out there that Caleb Williams is not entourage, but a.k.a. his dad is not keen on going to Chicago. It's like a franchise that has had a very futile history. They have not developed a quarterback. Quick, who's the best quarterback in Bears history? It's like Rex Grossman. <laughs> it's not Rex Grossman. Is it Jim McMahon? Uh, like I, Jake Cutler? I mean, I don't go back to the 1950s and name some guy that none of us have ever heard of. Like, it's not been an atmosphere conducive to developing quarterbacks. That's just the reality. Like, Justin Fields had an okay time there, but they're willing to move on from him. So, I, I don't know. I think this is totally spicy. It will help Super Bowl week. That That's, the I think, the bigger story here on Monday. Now, the second biggest and this is unfortunate, but it has to be the Patrick Mahomes father's situation with the DUI. Depending on where you are getting your information, this is either his third or sixth DUI. And, you know, obviously he's a former athlete, and Pat, Patrick Mahomes is um, close with his dad, and, you know, I, I don't know if he has an issue, but it's pretty clear if this is his sixth DUI, it's a problem. And, and we'll see... Mahomes meet the media this weekend. I'm sorry, but the media has to ask about that. Obviously, oh, the rematch against the Niners and blah, blah, blah. And oh, by the way, your dad, how are you handling that? It's like Andy Reid with his son. Andy Reid got asked about it um, all the time when his son was going through his issues. I don't I don't know, Rob. It's a, it's a tough one for me to like have a take on. I just, I don't know how you quantify that when it comes to the gambling on the game. But like, I don't know. This is, you know, in a story, in a Super Bowl where the biggest storyline is Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, and then you got the rematch of Shanahan and Reed, and then you got the Brock Purdy saga. I don't mind driving that bus. I, I think Mahomes' dad, sadly, is here as we start the week. The kind of the biggest story. Yeah, it is. To me, having read it and and now seeing more details about it, it gives me even more of an appreciation for Patrick Mahomes because LeBron James has dealt with a lot of issues like this. We just saw, you know, in the last six months that one of his uh, associates, I think it was Randy Mims, was popped in a PED steroids investigation, right? 
Uh, Maverick Carter's name has come up in certain, certain situations. And anytime their names are brought up, LeBron James is always linked to it, right? And credit to him, his name has never come up, but he kind of, it, it sticks to him in a way that, you know, you almost expect because it's LeBron James's close personal friends. If they're doing something, he obviously must be doing something, right? Patrick Mahomes, his brother has been in trouble with the law. People forget about that one. You know, you, you know of him with the TikTok and all the dancing and all the weird stuff on the internet. But then as recently as, you know, a year ago, he was facing serious like sexual assault type charges from oh, uh, aggressively right. hugging and kissing a bartender or something like that. He's like the TikTok guy. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. So he had that going on. His dad, you mentioned this is either his third or his sixth, depending on how you read the, the police reports, DWI. And the fact that none of this even come closest to sticking to Patrick Mahomes tells you that he has been, he's developed such a pristine reputation, both on the field and off the field, that even when something as serious as a DWI involving his dad, who was a repeat offender, people don't even think twice about it with him anymore. Mm. Like it, 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 he's like the Teflon Don. Anything that you say about him or people around him, his inner circle, you know, people want to get mad at Travis Kelsey because he's pushing Pfizer and he's dating Taylor Swift. And, <laughs> None of it ever sticks to Mahomes. So the fact that he can have all of this stuff, this tornado of quote unquote controversy, in this case with his dad, it's a real controversy. And he's able to still operate at a high level and still be the face of the league and seen as like the poster boy for what the NFL wants their players to be, I think is commendable. Yeah, I can't believe you just referenced the Pfizer stuff. I thought- uh, just saying, some people don't like it. Yeah, no, it, it is very weird. So, yeah, and I'm sure people are like, hey, where are you getting 60 UIs? Um, for some reason, the New York Post is the one saying um, it's the third or more time. And they have, um, in 2018, he had 40 days in jail on weekends in 19 and 20, 2019 and 2020 right. because of his second DUI charge. And then it goes on and the list is, is kind of lengthy and like, you know, listen, I don't wish this on anybody, obviously, but I mean, dealing with repeated DUIs and then one leading up to the Super Bowl, like, I mean, I'm sorry, but Patrick Mahomes, you've got all the money. Just go get your dad a driver. Is it that hard? I know, I know fathers are proud and they don't want to, uh, I don't want no driver. Like, just, you know, come on, man. It's, it, I don't know. It's a tough one for Mahomes. I'm very curious how he handles this today. I'm sure he'll, he'll handle it like a pro. He's Patrick freaking Mahomes. But it's a tough spot for him to be in, um, especially yeah, on the heels it, of, I'm sure you, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sure, I was going to say quickly, USA Today Sports had a link to the, um, the the county police reports that you could access. You can look at people's individual history. And in their article, they linked to it. Court records show 12 total incidents involving Mahomes Sr., total. including six which involved driving while intoxicated. But if you actually click on the link and you follow the police reports, um, some of them are are so close back to back that it's 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 fair to say or it's unfair to say that there's six separate incidents and it could be three incidents but the follow up you know police report comes you know you have one and you have a follow up yeah. report and then the second one and follow so that's why some people are confused whether or not this is his third yeah. incident or his sixth incident yeah either way not great allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, 
and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone. Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. Let me tell you, if I was in Vegas for the big game and I had an extra $100 in my pocket, I'd probably try to double it up at the blackjack table. And then I'd use all that money to buy myself a nice steak dinner. But that's just me with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I was on the Game Time app this morning, and I saw my guy, the chef, is coming to town in March. And you know I got to be in the building for that one. GameTime is the only ticketing app that gives you your complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. And once you find the tickets you want, you can buy them in seconds with just two taps. Best part of it all, the GameTime guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Right now, all GameTime users get $100 off a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. Terms apply. Just download the GameTime app and use code VEGAS100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code JMAC for $20 off your first purchase. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Bob Costas had called the Chiefs the um, the new America's team, which is, I know some people say, take take that as a shot to the Cowboys. Not really. Um, you could say the Patriots were America's team for a while, right? I mean, they're going to the Super Bowl like every third year for 20 years. And now the Chiefs are there seemingly every year. They got Taylor Swift behind them. Um, 
Mahomes, the, the arguably the greatest quarterback ever? Yeah. How are they not America's team? It is weird, though. The line I saw, Rob, continued to move toward the 49ers over the weekend. And I went to, you know, my son's game. And, of course, I'm, I'm talking to the refs beforehand. I'm like, who you guys got? And in the Super Bowl. And I wait. And, oh, I got the Chiefs. You can't go against Mahomes. Both of them. And I was like, have you guys talked to, like, other people? Everybody I know. Everybody is on the Chiefs. And they're like, oh, uh, yeah. I was like, all right. I got Niners. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those deals. And we'll get into it more, I think, tomorrow as to, you know, why I might like San Fran. It was at two and a half um, in some spots Sunday. Then uh, this morning I saw it down back to two at most places. One shop that is not the sponsor of this podcast. Uh, was it two and a half still? This one, DraftKings at two. But uh, very excited for the game this week. Uh, should should be a, a banger of a game. Now, let's pivot to the NBA where, man, depending on which angle you want to take, Rob, the NBA either had a great weekend or a horrible one. Great because LeBron played Saturday night in the Garden, 40 minutes. Lakers with a LeBron and AD sitting out Thursday against the Celtics. LeBron plays, I think, the entire fourth quarter. AD played much of it. Lakers dominate the fourth quarter, winning time, and win in the Garden. It was an incredible game. The theater was awesome. It was just, you know, the Knicks are banged up, so it was a tough spot for them. And I'm a Knicks fan, but I I thought Darvin Ham had his greatest coaching moment of the season when he decided we're blitzing Jalen Brunson in the fourth quarter. We're getting it out of his hands. And they finally, like they tried to do it earlier in the game, and DiVincenzo kept getting open, and they kept he kept hitting threes. In the fourth, they did a good job. We're going to blitz Brunson, and we're going to let Josh Hart get the ball, and Josh Hart go ahead and beat us, and he could not. And Austin Reeves, by the way, another incredible performance. I know the, the scorebook only says 22-7-6, but I know Rob was watching. And I'm just telling you, for like six straight possessions in the fourth quarter, Austin Reeves... The offense ran through him. It was a high pick and roll with AD and Austin Reeves, and Austin Reeves just cooked. And they left Prince open in the corner, and he had threes, and guess where LeBron was? In the other corner just standing there. He got the Chris Bosh, Kevin Love treatment from the Lakers. It worked fine. And then later on, LeBron made some big, big plays as usual, and they got the win. I, I thought because of that, it was an incredible night for the NBA. The game was awesome. The bad news, of course, is the Joel Embiid injury update. And this is, I think, going to be probably a big story for reasons I'll explain in a sec. So Joel Embiid, depending on what you read and who you who you trust as your news uh, breaker, is either going to get four to six weeks for this knee injury, right, which brings him back mid-March, or four to six months, which ends his season. And you guys know this very well. This whole 65-game minimum for awards and stuff, it's been weighing around on some players around the league. And the reality is, this is going to come up as the reason Joel Embiid, he, try, he was trying to get back out there after ducking Denver and, and Jokic. He he got basically made fun of pretty badly. And the Sixers were like, oh, they, this, they're, they open an investigation, I think is what Michael Malone said, as to what the hell happened. He wasn't on the injury report, and then all of a sudden he's sitting out. Well, it turns out it was a problem, guys. And he tried to play through it like a dummy. And now he's going to be on the shelf four to six or four to weeks or months. And Rob, this is this just sucks all around. You know I'm not the biggest Embiid guy, but he was having an unbelievable season. I'm talking like 
he I think he was averaging more points than minutes played per game or some insane stat like that. He was just an unbelievable machine. And now he's gone. And I know the Sixers were probably having their best chance this season to get to the conference finals for the first time with Embiid. And now, no Embiid, and it's like, okay. Tyrese Maxey, I know he dropped 50 over the last few days, but come on. Maxey and Tobias Harris ain't taking you to the promised land. And this just stinks. I mean, listen, if you're a Knicks fan, you're you're not upset about this at all because you got a chance to get to the conference finals. But it's just, it's terrible for the league. And I'm just, in hindsight, Rob, I, I, I think the NBA, my guess is, once this new TV deal is done, and I think Winhorst, I don't know if he did it here or said it somewhere else, but I think his best take in the last like 18 months was the reason they want this deal, this 65-game limit, minimum, or if you will, is because they want the new TV deal and they need their players playing to gin up ratings this year and show we deserve a lot of money from ESPN and TNT and they want to get the new deal. And my guess, Rob, is then they lift it. That would be my guess. I got to be honest, I, full transparency. Rob and I are on different sides in this. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world for stars to miss some regular season games when all anybody cares about is the playoffs. That's all anyone cares about. I know the regular season product matters. Here's the reality. It, nobody cares about a, a regular season game in December. Even the Christmas Day games, when the NFL jammed their games on Christmas, hurt the ratings. Now, the in-season tournament was a huge boost, and I think we can use that, Rob, to continue to say, hey, people care about games that matter, but urgency is the key. 82 games? It's impossible for anybody to care about 82 games. NFL, different. 17 games. It's only 17. It's just once a week. You know, on after football winds down, you can turn on the TV on Monday night and see NBA. Every single night. And I'm not even talking about if you have the the league pass. You could just turn on and see NBA TV like four nights a week. You know, it's like the scarcity. There's so much NBA that you're just like, I'm sorry. Like, you guys know I like college basketball. I'm gambling on college hoops. Had a good week. When you look at your cable guide, for those of you who have cable, which is not many, Go look at the guide starting, I mean, I have Spectrum, so I'll just say starting around channel 300, right, which is ESPN. You go through ESPN, and then you get Fox, and you get the Big Ten Network, and the Pac-12 Network, and the SEC Network, and you just have, uh, uh, there was like 15 college basketball games on at the same time Saturday. On television, not just happening, on TV. Who has time for that? And I love college hoops. But Rob, I don't know, I just, I don't have an answer for this, for the NBA, other than don't get anybody else hurt. I want them in the playoffs. And I'm, I'm looking at you, Clippers, with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. I, I, I'm, I'm a Lakers guy. I want to see what those guys can do with the full postseason. I'm sorry, Rob. Yeah, well, so do I. Because, you know, as much as I'm a Laker fan and, and I hate the Clippers, I love the rival, the budding rivalry, so to speak, that seems to be building here. Even though it's not really a rivalry because one team's got all no. the championships and, you know, the other team yeah. has nothing. But they like to think <laughs> it's a rivalry. So I like to see the competition. Um, this MB situation sucks, right? Because... The way it's being reported is that we know he's going to get surgery. We know that he needs it, but it's like they don't know what kind of surgery he's going to get until the doctors are actually in there looking at the meniscus because, as you mentioned, anywhere between one to two timelines. And the reason is if he is going to get a repair, then 
that's four to six months, which means they're going to totally clean up the meniscus. If they're going to do what's called a cut, that's four to six weeks. Now you would say, well, of course, just get the cut. You can be out there this season. The problem though, is all of the doctors, the sports physicians say the one that's termed to have the best long-term outcome for his long-term health is the repair. So it's really going to depend if you're Joel Embiid, and obviously I don't know, I don't know if the doctors are going to really decide while they're in or if they're going to decide the day of the surgery or however they're going to do it. But, you know, I would hope that they keep his long-term future in mind and not just the short-term gain. Because as good as they are and as good as he is, unless they were going to make a huge trade here, the deadline later this week, then I don't think they would have had enough to win the championship anyways with just Embiid, no matter how great he is. Embiid and Maxi alone would not be enough to me to win the championship. And that's and that's with him being. They, wait, hold on, Rob. Are they getting out of the first round without him? Without a beat? No, no. But with him, you know, I think their cap probably is the Eastern Conference Finals because I I don't think that him, Maxi, Tobias Harris, and those guys. I think they're very good, but I just think that they're just a player short. And unless they got a big deal, I don't know what they would do. But again, Joel Embiid, the only player aside from Wilt Chamberlain in 1962 to average at least one point per minute played like yeah. he is having an unreal season and you know we wish him a speedy recovery as far as the the player minimum which Embiid is obviously going to file well short of this which means he won't get any all nba votes mvp votes what have you i fundamentally disagree with you and my reasoning is that i do not believe in load management as a Laker fan, especially as a fan of Anthony Davis, I can tell you that load management will not prevent a guy from getting his knee fallen into. Yeah. It's not going to prevent the uh, LeBron James getting rolled up on in Atlanta and causing him to have his ankle jacked up. It's not going to prevent him popping his foot tendon last season in Dallas, right? So the I understand the the less you play, the less for a risk of injury. I also think... That if you were to just say, hey, guys, rather than us playing at this ridiculous pace and have you all playing 36 minutes a night, maybe we slow it down a little bit. Maybe maybe, maybe you play 32 minutes, 31 minutes instead, and, and maybe you won't get hurt as much. I don't know. That, I'm not a, a doctor, but I would think that that would kind of work the same way. You know, rather than playing 36 minutes four times a week, how about you play 32 minutes five times a week? You know, whatever. But the reason why I disagree with it is because I think that the NBA, the discourse around the NBA, we've talked about this, has really taken a hit in the last decade or so. And it coincides with the rise of the 24-7 news cycle. The debate shows and things of that sort, guys like Jason McIntyre, I got to bring you up because you're on TV, you're on a big, very popular TV show. So you are one of the guys that we're talking about. Blame me! Have ruined the discourse around the NBA because... In the mid-2000s, and the 90s, and the 80s, it wasn't just about what have you done in the playoffs, rings culture. It was, we can appreciate how good Reggie Miller is. We can appreciate how good Carl Malone, Patrick Ewing, Penny Hardaway, guys like that. We understand what they bring to the game and how skilled and talented they are. Some view them as all-time greats, others don't, but whatever. We understood, we recognized it. And somewhere... In the after 2010 and on and since then, we've decided that unless you got championships, talk to me in April, May, and June, that that's become the fun of the, the predominant line of thinking when it comes to the NBA. 
And I understand that. In some ways, I agree with it. But the problem is the NBA doesn't make its money in only April, May, and June. That's true, yeah. And you say nobody cares what you did in a regular season. Nobody cares what you did on a Tuesday night in January. And, you know, in some respects, that's true. But you know who it does matter to? TNT. It matters to ESPN because they're shelling out billions of dollars for this product. So when you have your best players like LeBron James and Anthony Davis missing a primetime game in Boston during Rivals Week that you've been hyping up since the opening night, that's a problem. There's no reason why LeBron James and Anthony Davis should be healthy enough to play 40-plus minutes in New York on Saturday but couldn't dress at all on Thursday in Boston. Because ultimately all you're doing is you're screwing over your TV partners and more importantly, you're screwing over the fans because they're the ones to tune in on a night-to-night basis. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone. Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. The line opened with San Francisco as a short favorite in the rematch from uh, the 2020 Super Bowl. Very excited. If you listen to the pod, you know which way I'm leaning. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Straight. Fire. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code straight fire. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467 467- 
888-789-3369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's really difficult to argue with much of that. I was trying to look at um, some some 90s and 2000s players and how much they played. And so much is different, right? Um, we don't see, we didn't see back in the day stacked TV schedules to the end of the season. We did not see that because there just wasn't as many games on TV where it was like, okay, we're backloading the schedules for the Lakers and the Bucks and the Celtics because we know football's off the air. So okay, there's that. I don't, again, okay, that's tough to quantify, but it certainly feels like the players, I think you're right, the narrative around, history and debates like that stuff is on the players minds and they're saying listen if I can take a day off here a day off there and those add up and I'm more fresh for the playoffs then yeah I give me that any day of the week and I don't think many people would complain the problem as you said though is the TV partners get ticked off but you know what like Sorry about your luck, guys. Like uh, I, I don't know. Now the, the counter is well, fine. TNT says we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're getting out of the NBA business. We're, we're not bidding. Oh, really? TNT's gonna do that. What are you filling? I don't know. The pregame. Sh- well, there's not much of a pregame, but the pregame, the postgame, the game. That's what four hours of television, twice a week, and then in the playoffs. What, you're, what are you filling the air with? Reruns of Mash? Like, law and Order. Law and Order, man, it's always on. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure all those Law and Order episodes are going to keep pulling numbers like the NBA, and, and and hell, the Barkley Show after inside the NBA. Like that's just a lot of time to fill. I don't see that happening. Now, where it gets interesting is remember the NCAA tournament was strictly on CBS, and they eventually fanned out to True TV, and I don't even know what the other channels are, but other sister channels, maybe that happens to the NBA. I don't. Maybe the NBA is on True TV in two years. I don't know. That's possible. Um, Or ESPN, which is very much in bed with the NBA and is clearly playing the long game, decides we're going to buy a chunk of the NBA because the, the one big that if all of a sudden, let's just use basic numbers, if the the TV contract for the league goes from just using basic numbers 100 million it's more than that but just basic numbers 100 million to 50 million no, that's too much let's say 75 million all of a sudden the salary cap dials back and now every the players are making less so ultimately you have to look at the player and say do you want to make I don't know five six seven million dollars less or do they just load up on the Devin Booker's and the stars and then there's really no middle class which is where we're headed which is what's happening in the NFL. And then uh, got a bunch of like minimum-ish type players. And that that might happen. That's not out of the realm. That's happening in the NFL, right? You're starting to see people say, okay, we're valuing these positions. <coughs> and I'm sorry, but if you play fullback, you're, you know, there's not many fullbacks in the league. If you play running back, sorry, we ain't paying you. You know, uh, and, and if you play like safety, you're devalued. And if you do, if you're here, you just don't matter as much. Like that leagues change, you know? Things change, Rob. I, I I just feel bad for him beating. I'll just tell you, like, during the NFL season, 
Remember, we set a record this year, I believe, for like backup quarterbacks, third string quarterbacks, and it it definitely hurt the league. But at the same time, you get to the playoffs, and yeah, it stunk to not have Burrow, but we still had good quarterbacks in the end. I mean, we're still going to get stars. It's not like, you know, no disrespect to my Atlanta Hawks, like Trey Young's not going to be in the conference finals this year. It's almost certainly going to be the Celtics guys versus Brunson or versus Giannis and Dame. And then in the West, it's almost certainly going to be Jokic, maybe Luka, maybe LeBron. I, I think it's a tough sell to get Rob's OKC guys in there. Maybe Minnesota. But the league basically needs its stars in the postseason. And by the way, Rob, NBA playoffs, I think they used to have a thing where it's like 40 straight nights of games, right? Yes, 40 games and 40 nights. Yeah. Dude, to me, that's amazing. Where I know I can turn on high-level basketball Every day for almost six weeks, every single day, I could turn on and I'm going to see good, high-quality basketball with the best players. Like To me, that matters more than what happened on Tuesday in Charlotte, uh, 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 Memphis against Charlotte. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. There's no middle ground, though. I don't, think, like, I don't think there's an easy solution here, is there? I'll tell you what. While you were talking, and again, even though we disagree you know, on the, the basis of you know, the core point of this, of this argument— I see your side to a lot of what you're saying. I think you see a lot of what I'm saying. So, so there definitely is some middle ground here. But I'll tell you what, when you were speaking, the one thing, and I have a lot of issues with Adam Silver. I think he's a little too player friendly. I think he's yeah, he yeah. wants too much to be liked by his, you know, his players and not necessarily thinking about what's best for the NBA. But because he is so player friendly, one thing that I could see them doing, which would be the exact opposite of what the NFL does, is... We're not going to cut the season because we 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 want to honor our our TV partners. We got to give them eighty two games. But one thing they might do is instead of starting mid October, maybe we start first week of October, or instead of ending mid June, maybe we go all the way to the end of June, and we space out the games in such a way so that you guys can play more games and you still have time to recover, and maybe that will allow our stars to play more frequently yeah um i didn't even mention my guy zach levine who i was pushing to be a laker is now out for the season following a foot injury and you know some of these guys are always getting hurt kyrie irving's always hurt zach levine's always hurt joel Embiid's always hurt and, and maybe that's it like no matter what you take games off you load manage it's not gonna matter Kawhi leonard's always hurt uh, you know well paul george is not always hurt but that just stinks some guys maybe i guess prone to injury i don't hate your idea of changing the window of the season I don't know how easy that is or difficult. Um, I, I just think it's a tough sell to be like, hey, we're going to play meaningful basketball in July when people are, you know, doing vacations and schools out. They want it to, I think they want the NBA likes the idea of wrapping up as the school year wraps up. Because other than going to the movies in the summer to see blockbusters, I don't know that people are going to be locked into the NBA playoffs. I, I'll even say, you know, college basketball, which I love, is that sometimes the championship is like in the middle of spring break for the kids' stuff. And I'm I love college hoops, but you know, we went to Mexico I think twice during the national championship. Uh, and it's tough to find the game online uh, if you're I say out at a restaurant. And and I had to kind of like follow it over social media, which sucked. And you know, I'm a honk for college hoops, but I just don't know, Rob, how we can keep guys healthy. 
in the NBA. Like uh, maybe they're playing too many games coming up in, in, in AAU or it's like weekends where you're playing four and six games and the guys are just wearing down. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's brutal for basketball and it stinks. Uh, if you're a Sixers fan now, you're just super depressed and you're already looking to the Eagles and like, oh, okay, do we, how are the Eagles looking? You know, cause it kind of sort of feels over. Um, we can wrap up by this, Rob. I'll say the whole LeBron hourglass tweet has still gone unaddressed. He doesn't want to talk about it. Then there was him and AD sitting out in what was maybe like a silent protest of Darvin Ham. And then they get the win, and I thought Ham had a good game. I don't know. The trade deadline's coming up here in a few days. I'm starting to lean toward the Lakers not doing anything. <laughs> I hope that they do something. I mean, I, like that would be, to me, the the worst possible outcome. Like I would rather you either push some chips in, maybe not all the chips, but some chips in, and try to go for whatever it is you think you can get this season. You know, you're hoping that the the Western Conference breaks your way and you get a young Minnesota or a young Oklahoma City team, and you avoid Denver or Phoenix until the Western Conference Finals or whatever the case may be. Either that or you say we're just going to sell off some guys and build to next season. But I think just the status quo, we already know that it's not good enough. Yeah. So I, I would think that would be the worst possible outcome as a Laker fan. With Vanderbilt likely out for the season. Um, I have to ask, what's going on with Cam Reddish? What's going on with Gabe Vincent? Where are these guys? Cam Reddish got the ankle issue and Gabe Vincent is now the second Miami Heat player that the Lakers have gotten that has basically been a lemon. Who Shout was the out first? Kendrick Nunn. Oh, Kendrick second to Nunn. Yes, That's right. Yes, People forget about well, that him, was man. a boxer's nickname. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you're right. Nunn was a total bust, and Vincent, uh, I think, had like knee surgery. Um, yeah, played five games so far this season. That's not great. So, it, it, so they're leaning on Prince heavily, and he can deliver sometimes. And and you know, Vando out for the season is a big loss. Um, it, it, I don't know, Rob. I, 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 I put me in the optimistic group that if LeBron and AD are healthy in the playoffs, anything's possible for the Lakers. Anything. Conference finals, NBA finals, I'm not ruling it out. If LeBron and AD are healthy. I think well, I mean, <laughs> kind of need Austin Reeves, but I'm not well, when, when you say anything is possible, would you also say first round exit is possible? I don't think they'd lose a series to OKC. Okay. Minnesota's a little better. Um I, I like that Minnesota team. I like Anthony Edwards. Um, what about Lakers Clippers first round? I don't want to see the Clippers first round. That would not, <laughs> that would not go well for the Lakers. I, I mean, assuming everybody's healthy. I right. don't think that would go well. Um, who's the three right now? Denver? Well, it, it changes every day in the Western Conference. They're all, they're all bunched up. It's, it's I mean, basically, I don't want to see Denver. and I it, it, Avoid Denver as long as you can. Avoid the Clippers as long as you can. I think anyone else is not an issue. Like the Warriors right now, they're not even going to make the playoffs, Rob. Like, Curry dropped 60 Saturday night. My buddy, hardcore Clippers fan. I'm sorry, not hardcore Clippers. Hardcore Warriors fan says, are you watching Steph? I'm like, no, what's happening? He's like, he's got 50 and counting. And I was like, okay. I start start paying attention. Curry's up to 58 in overtime. 60. And they lose to the Hawks. Now, if I know the Lakers fans are clamoring for DeJounte Murray. Rob... You want to call up uh, Curry's all his sixty points? Um, go see how many were against Dejounte oh, Murray. Geez. I mean, I'm listen. I like Dejounte Murray as much as the next guy. I, I he's not a stopper. There is no such thing, folks, as a defensive stopper in the NBA. If Curry wants to score, he's scoring. 
That's the bottom line. Like, Austin Reeves is not there yet, but Austin Reeves can get to the bucket against anybody. Jason Tatum can get by anyone. There's no stoppers in the league. And I think the sooner Lakers fans understand that, then maybe they'll want to hold off. Now, where it gets interesting is if LeBron's son goes to another team, is LeBron is LeBron gone? Or will he say, I want to see moves? And guess what? This summer they can make bigger moves than they can right now, right? You'd agree with that? Yes. But the problem is who's going to be available? Because the, the guy you'd be looking at would have been Donovan Mitchell, and then suddenly the surging Cavs might get yeah, a but that, top they, two, three that, seed. That could, be, that could be a pipe dream, and they lose in the first round again. And then the Knicks suddenly, you know, they're relevant again. They got all these picks. Why wouldn't Donovan Mitchell just end up back there like he wanted to in the first place? Like, I don't think they're going to do it's just it's, Brunson, do you? It's, I, I don't think so, but it's just you're, you're in a tricky situation because— the guys who you would want, number one, you don't know if they'd be available, a la Donovan Mitchell, a la like a Trey Young even. Yeah. The, the other thing is, just because you have three picks and three swaps, the way that these teams have been hoarding draft picks over the years, like that's almost a starting price for these players. <laughs> yeah. Like Oklahoma City, I, I heard, has something like 100 second round picks or no. something like that over the next 20 years. It's something on, stupid. I, 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 I might be exaggerating, but it, like... They have so many picks. They Maybe could give like 20. twenty second round picks over the next five years and not even feel like it hurt a dent if they wanted to. I mean, what do you do with twenty second round? Exactly. Picks? That's why they have to trade them for something. You just stockpile any European prospect who seems decent, right? Yep. And you just take a chance on him. This, right? this guy's played score. at the local Y for two weeks and he's seven foot four. We're going to sign. Yeah, we're going to draft I'll him. I'll say this: um, with twenty second round picks. You probably have a a, a a a really good chance of unearthing a Giannis or Jokic type player. I know they're not slipping through the cracks as often now, but I mean, twenty bites at the apple, Rob. Come on, that's insane. Anyways, all right, twenty second round picks. That's mind boggling. All right, lengthy Monday pod. A lot of Super Bowl stuff. Yes, we'll get into the game. Why I like the Niners? Um, it's a big week ahead, folks. Talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.